Hi, you're listening to Assurity's Good Business Podcast. I'm Matt. In this show, we're talking to the leaders who are successfully making business better for the world, from eco-friendly changemakers to companies that give back to their people and communities in a big way. The last few years of work have been challenging. The word we've heard a lot is unprecedented, but at the end of the day, it's just been tough. Whether you came back to the office, are officing from home, or anywhere in between, there's been one constant that's gotten all of us through it. Coffee. Lots and lots of coffee. So full disclosure, I'm a bit of a coffee nerd. I absolutely love the stuff in most of its forms. So when I was searching for a new bag of coffee beans in the store a few months ago, and I saw a bag with the certified B Corp logo on it, well, it was a no-brainer to pick it up. So that's how I personally discovered Black & Bold Coffee. Since then, I have learned a lot about the company and some of the amazing things that they're doing. And now, it's time to bring you all up to speed with the company's co-founder and chief marketing officer, Rod Johnson. This was a great episode to record, and I hope you all enjoy it as much as I did. So with all that preamble out of the way, I'd like to welcome Rod to the show. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity to to chat with you. Um, so to your question, uh, I am Rod Johnson, co-founder and CMO of Black & Bold Specialty Beverages. Um, we're a coffee roastery located in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, that is centering or, or has centered our business around uh, doing good in, in our community. Um, that stems from my business partner uh, and my uh, upbringing and our professional backgrounds ultimately lending those skills to to building the business as we know it today. Black and Bold was founded by Rod, along with his business partner and longtime friend, Pernell Cesar, with purpose firmly in mind. You might have seen Black and Bold coffee appear on store shelves near you recently, or maybe you've seen them while shopping online or from one of their brand collaborations. And if you haven't, odds are you'll see them soon. But like all the companies we talk to, they go a lot deeper than a great product. Here's the basics. Black and Bold was built with the intent to prioritize purpose as much as profit. And what I mean by that is we wanted to create our company as a means to support those that don't have the resources, um, that are in similar circumstances that Pernell and I were fortunate enough to overcome given our support system. Uh, We bring that to life by contributing 5% of our proceeds to organizations across America that support youth in need. Uh, these organizations are doing some phenomenal work, but um, you know the purpose of, of Black and Bold uh, really is with the intent to make purpose popular. Um, we, we were deciding what our business model would be. Uh, we knew that one, we didn't want to recreate the will, um, and two, we didn't want to have one singular focus. Uh, we ultimately wanted to pour into organizations that were already doing the work uh, and supporting our very vulnerable, uh, a very vulnerable demographic, uh, that being youth in need. Um, these organizations are are keenly focused on a variety of topics, and we feel that it you know serves as a model um, for for other businesses to prioritize giving back to the communities of their consumers. So Black and Bold works with an impressive lineup of charity partners that help them to spread their impact across areas from food to housing to education, and we'll learn about that a little bit later on. But their collective focus on vulnerable youth wasn't an arbitrary decision. It's an area of personal passion for both Rod and Purnell. 
Uh, Pernell and I grew up in Gary, Indiana, and I'm not sure if you or your audience is familiar uh, with that area, um, but it's rich with potential, um, but has unfortunate um, circumstances that, that, that it's fallen upon or uh, fallen into. And um, again, we were um, you know, very fortunate and uh, uh, grateful for overcoming and, and rising above those situations. But we recognize that other people um, are, are not in the, the, the same situation where they're able to, um, to overcome. So uh, we knew that as we were branching beyond our corporate careers that uh, we wanted to find a way to give back. Uh, those corporate careers, respectively, were nonprofit fundraising for myself and retail merchandising uh, for for Purnell. And if you kind of peel back the layers of black and bold, you'll see those skill sets uh, and and the, the expertise um, on display. So um, you know, just really using what we have garnered over the last um, you know ten years professionally and, and thirty plus years of of just living uh, into a way of. Um, supporting the people that need it the most. How did these two friends make their way from careers in nonprofit fundraising and retail merchandising to end up starting a coffee roastery in Des Moines? Well, it all came about as they tried to find out how to best make a difference and do something with a little more meaning. We, we were, you know, being very transparent with you, unfulfilled by those careers. Um, you know, I, had a great time, you know, working with the different colleges, universities, and, and healthcare institutions, and, and really uh, aligning their constituents with the, the initiatives of those respective organizations. And I'm sure Purnell, for a, a certain amount of time, had similar um, uh, appreciation and affinity for the work that that, that he was doing. But uh, it, it it eventually fell flat as we started to you know think about how could we have more impact that was resonant with um, who we are as as men, who we are as family men, who we are as as black men. The list goes on and on and on. And um, the best way that we felt that we could bring that to life would be to look at uh, our own daily habits. Uh, so very organically, Purnell gave me a call one day and said, hey, man, do you drink coffee? It's like, absolutely not. I, I don't drink coffee whatsoever. I may drink it if I need to uh, stay up all night, you know, for a road trip or something along those lines. But it's just not, uh, you know, not not part of my daily ritual, more of a tea guy. Uh, and those conversations just ultimately uh, manifest themselves in, into us creating uh, Black and Bold. Wait, did he just say he's more of a tea guy? I had to clarify that this coffee company wasn't being run by a tea guy. And thankfully, Rod has come around on coffee. Absolutely. The pendulum has swung significantly. Uh, I, I certainly start my day with a cup of coffee uh, and, um, you know, two or three cups later <laughs> the, uh, for, for any given day. Um, yeah, it certainly can validate that that pendulum has swung. I, I've certainly learned a lot more um, in these past, you know, three years of, of uh, running this business. I mean, and I have definitely grown a deep affinity and appreciation from the sourcing, the growing, the cultivation to the actual brewing of the coffee. I mean, it's really, it's a science and um, it's been eye opening for me uh, being behind the scenes. And that's essentially what we're hoping to um, give to our consumers, give them that aha moment 
right? Um, there, there's so many fun facts about coffee that people don't even know, despite them drinking it every day, two or three, four times a day. Um, and if they can have that aha moment with us, then we think that we're doing a good job. And that brings us to now, where Black & Bold is a thriving specialty coffee company, a title that actually has meaning beyond marketing jargon. So our formal name is Black and Bold Specialty Beverages, and specialty beverages is actually a fact-based statement. Uh, so similar to wine, coffee is graded on a scale from 1 to 100, and any coffee that is deemed specially receives a grade of 80 to 100. So we intentionally source from coffee-growing regions um, coffee that falls on that upper end of the uh, of the spectrum, so to speak, so that we can enhance and upgrade um, America's daily daily ritual, their, their, their daily habits, so to speak. Um, I mentioned coffee-growing regions um, uh, th- that we source from different coffee-growing regions, and, and that's because different geographical areas um, – take claim to different tasting coffees. Um, and, and so we wanted to make sure that we provide a variety of tasting experiences for anyone who's looking to uh, shop with our organization. Um, to do that, we work with micro importers uh, as well as having direct relationships with um, certain farmers um, so that we can, again, have a, a full, um, a, a robust product assortment, so to speak. And I know all of my fellow coffee buffs are wondering if robust was a pun on Robusta beans. It's not, I asked. In fact, Black and Bold only sources Arabica beans, another major coffee strain. That sourcing is an intentional, ethically-led process that's earned Black and Bold the Fair Trade Certification, an important designation for coffee producers. But there's another designation that's just as important to the company, and that's their recently earned B Corp certification. As I mentioned, we knew that we were uh, very going to be very intentional about having some type of social impact piece embedded at the core of what we do. Um, but so are many businesses nowadays, and with the heightened uh, sense of you know giving back, um, I believe that consumers rightfully so, might be a little skeptical as to how authentic those efforts are. Is it performative? Is it trendy? Is it just, you know, for the moment because certain organization may have received a little bit of pressure to um, display how they are uh, reciprocating the support back to their communities? And um, I, I think those are all very fair questions from consumer base. And we didn't want to be under that scrutiny. And the best way that we felt that we could avoid that would be to um, pursue the gold standard of, of, of social impact. And, and that was to receive the um, B Corp certification. Uh, a very arduous process, uh, I'll admit, but um, it definitely validates for those who are indecisive about shopping with us or for one reason or, or another, uh, it validates that we actually stand by the, the good that we're trying to do in, in our communities. Uh, you know, to be in the, the likes of the Ben and Jerry's, the Tom's, the Shea Moistures of the world, uh, it's just an added benefit to, to pursuing that certification. So, uh, you know, in summation, it was really to validate for others that we stand by um, the the purpose as, as much as uh, profit of our business. 
Well, if my experience of finding them solely due to the B Corp logo on their bag is at all representative, that validation is working. But the best way to validate any sort of impact is actual results. In this case, the support Black and Bold can provide to their nonprofit partners. Here's their approach. We are a national brand uh, or a nationally distributed brand by way of our retail partners, um, you know, Target, Hy-Vee, Whole Foods, Amazon. And uh, we knew that um, as a digitally native brand that we were looking to have profound impact beyond any geographical limitations. Um, and the way that we figured the best way to bring that to life would be to um, pour into the organizations, again, that are doing work on the ground. And those organizations are synonymous with where we have retail distribution with, with the hope that it connects the dots for our consumers and supporters that, hey, by supporting Black and Bull, by purchasing this coffee, I am helping this organization that's doing the work in, in my own backyard. Uh, it's this, this idea of doing local at scale uh, with this is a phrase that, that we throw around a lot internally. Um, so uh, more of a, a tops down approach, you know, where we have major retail distribution, um, you can find an organization that um, that we ultimately have deemed as a pledge partner. Uh, these organizations, the impact that they have range across a variety of disciplines like urban farming, um, instilling coding skills, uh, providing um, uh, the, 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 the equipment <laughs> necessary to be successful, like laptops uh, or just general mentorship. You know, we, we took into consideration uh, Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs. Right. And we, we wanted to, you know, touch on the base and, you know, just, and continue to build to to the top of that pyramid. Um, you know, so that's why the there isn't one singular focus. Um, we're not just only supporting urban farming organizations or only looking to uh, pour into organizations that are trying to eradicate um, youth homelessness. It was taking a, again, 360 holistic approach to um, the needs of our youth. We'll have more from Rod right after this break. Hey, it's Matt. It's that time again where we highlight a new B Corp that's doing some really cool stuff. So you just learned that I'm into good coffee, but I'm also a fan of hot sauce. And our featured B Corp today is a hot sauce company backed by an insanely cool community development plan, Small Axe Peppers Hot Sauce. They partner with community gardens all across the country to source peppers for their hot sauces. And in turn, they give the garden the funding it needs to sustain itself. I used to live near a community garden and I've seen firsthand the good they can bring into a neighborhood. So if you're into hot sauce, check out Small Axe at smallaxepeppers.com. That's Axe with an E. I know I'll be adding some of their sauces to my collection soon. And hey, while we're talking about things you can do online, follow Assurity on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram so you can get notified when there's a new episode of Good Business. And now, back to the show. Despite not having one singular focus, when you look at the charities Black and Bold has partnered with, you can see certain areas starting to stand out. One of these areas is a focus on providing healthy food to the youth they benefit. You know, I mentioned uh, where we grew up, Pernell and I, uh, in, in Gary, Indiana, and uh, it's ill-resourced, right? It's um, and across a variety of of, uh, of areas, and one area in particular is, I, I don't know if it's considered a food desert per se, but I, I can 
I would be the first to raise my hand and say, I didn't grow up around the Whole Foods. I didn't grow up around fresh markets with fresh food and, and, and things of that nature. Um, There's a lot of a lot of processed food on the shelves, a lot of fast food restaurants in, in, in my neighborhoods. And that's unfair, right? And it, they, people shouldn't be without their most basic needs just because of, of where they live. And um, we over-index, though we, we have a variety of organizations that we support, we over-index on those that are looking to eradicate food insecurities um, um, more so than the other organizations that we support. You, you know, you think about, you know, uh, I think performance or, or lack thereof uh, is is closely tied with whether or not a kid has breakfast, right? If a kid, kid doesn't have breakfast, it's difficult for them to focus in class and, and that may lead to behavioral issues and, and just snowballs out of control. And it's something as simple as did they eat today? And, you know, we, we're, um, you know, again, want to support those organizations that are, that, that see that as a need and, and doing everything that they can to, to help fix that need. And like we've seen time and time again, any impact can be multiplied when we work together. A lesson that's really exemplified in black and bold. They've partnered with other brands like our friends at Ben and Jerry's and even some bigger names like the NBA. Absolutely. So I'll speak to the Ben and Jerry's um, partnership first because one, it's most recent and um, it was the one that was atop a our vision board. Uh, so when we talked about uh, strategic partnerships and, and we were throwing things against the wall, one of those organizations was Ben and Jerry's. It's like they are the premier, the the epitome of, of, of a social impact business. And if we could find a way to somehow collaborate with them, uh, then, you know, we're, we're certainly headed in the right direction. And that all came to fruition um, with the announcement of the new change is brewing flavor. So we are a key ingredient um, for this limited edition flavor. Uh, it's a cold brew uh, ice cream that is uh, topped with chocolate brownies and marshmallows. And so the taste is absolutely amazing. Um, but what makes this partnership especially sweet is the legislation that has been coupled uh, with with this this launch, essentially. So the People's Response Act, uh, which is a piece of legislation that has been championed by Congresswoman Cory Bush is uh, or was created with the intent to divest from systems that overcriminalize communities of color and black communities in particular and reinvest into resources that are actually needed um, to for the advancement of those communities. Um, I use this analogy to try to bring it to life. But when you go to the doctor, they don't just give you medicine. They diagnose you, they run tests, and they prescribe for you very specific needs depending upon your ailment or depending on whatever issue it is that you're having. Um, it's not a blanket approach. We should take a similar approach to um, to the criminal justice system, right? Um, you know, if someone is having a mental health crisis, we probably should send someone that is classically trained to deal with those type of issues as opposed to sending someone who may be totally out of their element. And that often leads into um, leads into just the unthinkable. Right. And um, this bill, it was created with the intent to reimagine what does criminal justice actually look like? And again, taking a more holistic approach. So 
just to be a part of uh, something as intentional and something as meaningful, especially to me as a black man growing up or, or uh, you know, growing up where I grew up, um, that is just the, 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 the icing on the cake, uh, so to speak. Um, it's, it's been very um, a, a surreal moment, and I'm grateful to Ben and Jerry's that they sought us out to partner with them on, on such a necessary cause. Quick interjection. I had to go find some of that ice cream because it sounded incredible. And uh, trust me, it is. So is the second pint. What's also incredible is their second huge partnership with the NBA. So that's Ben and Jerry's. Um, and prior to that, um, we um, became, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the the first coffee slash tea beverage company uh, that, you know, is a now an NBA licensee. So as the NBA was looking to um, forge a new path down uh, the, the the beverage uh, rabbit hole and uh, doubling down on their own uh, progressive mindset and and social impact um, efforts, they reached out to us to um, partner um, in, in in some capacity and and. Um, uh, bring the NBA into uh, black and bold's world. So ultimately we we have rights to their name, image, and likeness to uh, bring awareness to the four hour youth initiative that, that we have embedded at the core of what we do. Um, so much so that the NBA is matching that contribution to those organizations with the sale of any NBA licensed um, coffees. So uh, not only will you get great tasting coffee and you'll get to show off the packaging as an NBA fan, but just know that you're doubling the impact that you have to these organizations we've deemed as pledge partners. Um, and so I say all that to say, um, you know, 2021 has been a- an amazing year and um, it compels us to continue to seek out partnerships with organizations that are aligned to us, uh, not only from an industry standpoint, but also a value standpoint as well. I have to say, it's hard to go uphill with partnerships and achievements like that. But Rod assured me that there is even more on the horizon, even if it'll have to be a surprise to everyone. Yeah, so some I have to keep under my hat uh, because I, I I like the element of surprise. Uh, you know, funny enough, my mom uh, she gave me a call immediately after the announcement of our Ben and Jerry's partnership, and she's like, "Try, why didn't you tell me this?" It's like because I wanted you to be surprised. I wanted you to uh, indulge just like everyone else, and and. Um, I wouldn't want to rob you of that experience. So the same with you and your audience. I will keep a couple of those things uh, near and dear and, until the right time. But just know it will be um, uh, you know, very thoughtful um, partnerships that, that we hope to bring to life. And it will all be centered around um, reinvesting and resourcing kids who have tomorrow's future um, um, to look forward to. Uh, we want to give them the, the, the best opportunity to um, to excel and, and propel beyond um, their own imagination. And um, I, I think what we're going to be working on this next year, we'll, we'll do just that. So stay tuned. Um, uh, I, I can at least give you a, a timeline. National Coffee Day next year uh, should be uh, you know a time in which you, you see what we have going on. Well, I know I'll be looking forward to National Coffee Day next year to see what Black and Bold is doing next. Mark your calendars for October 1st, 2022. This brings us to the end of our show. 
So to thank Rod for sharing his time and expertise, we'd like to make a $100 donation to the charitable organization of his choice. Here's who we picked. Yeah, you're asking a parent to choose its favorite child. <laughs> it's really, I've thought about this since I've, I was like, oh gosh, all right, who, who will we spotlight? And, and I think thematic to today's conversation, um, I'm hoping that you all will support No Kid Hungry. Uh, no Kid Hungry is a national organization that is keenly focused on eradicating food insecurity. Um, you know, they, they do so by providing meals to kids across America in a variety of ways, um, whether it be uh, by way of partnering with, with school systems or their own pop up efforts. Um, but I, I'm hoping that you all uh, will, will look to support No Kid Hungry because the work that they're doing is is needed. And again, as we think about um, you know, the, the, the full human endeavor and our most basic needs, you got to eat, you got to have food, you got to have the nourishment in order to realize your full potential. So let's fuel our kids um, by supporting No Kid Hungry. If you'd like to learn more about No Kid Hungry and their work to end childhood hunger, you can find them at nokidhungry.org. To learn more about Black and Bold, their mission and their products, you can find them online at blackandbold.com. That's blkandbold.com. Special thanks to Rod for coming on the show today. It was a great time talking to him and learning all about the work that Black and Bold is doing and the impact that they're able to have. Stick around next time for a very special episode of Assurity's Good Business to cap off the first year of the podcast. We're sitting down with our outgoing CEO, Tom Henning, to revisit some of the topics and the guests that we've had on the show. He'll share his thoughts and philosophy on the larger purpose of business and discuss what he's learned over his career at the helm of Assurity. You don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening to Assurity's Good Business Podcast. Assurity's Good Business is a production of Assurity Life Insurance Company of Lincoln, Nebraska. If you have questions or comments, or if you want to submit an episode topic or guest for us to interview, you can visit us online at assurity.com slash goodbusiness or send us a note at goodbusiness at assurity.com. And if you like what you hear, subscribe and listen to the rest of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts. If you really enjoyed it, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to stay up to date. Join us again next time for more stories about how businesses are changing the world. After all, it's good business. Assurity is a marketing name for the mutual holding company, Assurity Group Incorporated, and its subsidiaries. Those subsidiaries include, but are not limited to, Assurity Life Insurance Company and Assurity Life Insurance Company of New York.